keeping you above the fray of the everyday. Uncle Fernando, Bay FM 99.9. Listen to Uncle Fernando and Bay FM 99.9. And we are going well over time. I better uh, rein myself in. It is uh, four minutes to ten on Bay FM. And Azrin Pugh, thank you for your patience this morning. Thanks for joining us in the Bay FM studio. No worries, Fernando. Thanks for having me on. With the departure of Councillor Paul Spooner, you are heading Labor's team in December's local government election. I want you to tell us how your campaign is going. What sort of reception are you getting out there in the community? Uh, yeah, we're getting a really good response. Um, actually, our team uh, is is out there in the community as much as we can be. People are, are really ready for a change. They're responding to our, mes- our message that council needs, you know, real leadership. It needs to actually get things done, not just plan for things. And most importantly, it needs to be better at the boring stuff, you know, better at getting the basics right, like roads, planning, playgrounds, bike paths. But uh, really, the lockdown has been really hard um, and our community's really been doing it tough. And it's it's still tough for many out there at the moment. Look, let's talk about your strong public stance that you've taken. Why have you taken this strong public health stance uh, supporting vaccines and encouraging people in our community to get vaccinated? Well, look, it really just started as me sharing a photo of myself getting vaccinated. I mean, it was pretty innocuous, really. I was just trying to be positive about getting vaccinated, hoping that people who have some concerns or fears might be encouraged by seeing others like myself uh, just getting the jab. And it's it's just an important issue. You know, it's, a sten- it's essential for our community to get vaccinated. Vaccines significantly reduce transmission rates and the severity of COVID. So getting vaccinated is, it's, it's not just about protecting yourself, it's about protecting others. It, it helps stop transmission. It, it means that our health resources like ICU beds are available for others to use. And it protects those who can't get vaccinated. It helps to protect the most vulnerable in our community. Look, you've copped a lot of flack for that photo. I read all the comments and there were at last count, I think about 600 comments. You really copped it. Tell us about some of those. Um, yeah, look, it was a, it was an interesting experience. Did that shock you? Uh, no, I've, you know, I've, I've lived here for a long time. I, I know our community skin. and, uh, you know, I know what social media um, is about. Mm. Um, look, there's a very, very loud and uh, aggressive minority of people who are, you know, we're talking about some of them this morning. You know, there's this sort of anti-science approach. They'll, they'll be out there uh, sharing QAnon conspiracy propaganda, social media posts from Craig Kelly or George Christensen. You know, I had people on there who would otherwise sort of, I, I would have thought would be progressive saying that they'd prefer, prefer to vote for Pauline Hanson. Um, than someone like me. Now, that that just, um, it astounds me, really. I don't know what to do about that. Um, You know, these people are uh, anti-climate change, they're racist, and yet they're getting support from otherwise progressive people. Mm. It's a a concerning thing. How How do you explain that? Well, in all honesty, Fernando, I think that that's not where the discussion has to take place. You know, these people are, are locked into their positions, um, but there are a lot of people out there where vaccination is, you know, there are concerns about vaccinating. Absolutely. Um, they do have some questions, and that's where I think I would like the conversation to be. The the total conspiracy th- theorist people, um, you know, they can have their space. They can be loud on Facebook. Uh, I want to create a space where it's okay to have a positive conversation about vaccinations, and and that's part of what I what I've been trying to do over the last couple of weeks, so that people who do have legitimate questions can get those concerns uh, addressed. What I'm finding, Azran, is no matter 
how much evidence you put before people. Like I'm getting lots and lots and lots of foul messages here. No matter how much evidence you put before them. Last week I did an hour interview with one of Australia's leading virologists. I asked him all these questions. A lot of questions I asked people to give me questions, to put to them, because there are questions. And no matter how those questions are responded to, it just doesn't move some people. So I think you're right. We need to focus on the majority of people who are in the middle, because I too had a lot, lots of questions and lots of doubts. And you find that, you know, once you get enough information, that there aren't many choices before uh, us. Look, that's absolutely right. And you look at um, places like the UK and America, and they're, they're calling it the disease of the unvaccinated now. It, it is amongst the unvaccinated community that the that COVID is spreading. You know, it's a horrible, deadly disease. Uh, there is no cure, um, but getting vaccinated is the best way to, to reduce its transmission and to uh, stop you going to the ICU. Absolutely. And it's happening in southern states of the United States as well. Trump heartland. Look, some of your fellow mayoral candidates have taken a similar approach to you, namely Mark Swivel and Kate Curry. While quite a few others have stayed pretty quiet on this, fearing the backlash, no doubt. And then there's our interim mayor, Michael Lyon, whose basic position is that everyone should be free to choose and decide for themselves what goes into their bodies. At least it was his position. Your thoughts on that? Isn't that fair enough in a free democratic society such as ours? Uh, look, absolutely. And uh, I'm not out there advocating anything different. You know, um, whether to have the vaccine or not is up to the individual to make that choice. But um, what I do have a problem with, with is thinking that the impact of that choice only impacts on the individual because it doesn't. It impacts our community. It impacts us collectively. You know, public health is a collective responsibility. We are a community um, that likes to uh, think of ourselves as caring about each other. We care about the world. You know, we, we do things about climate change and, and act together. Well, that's what this is about. It's about acting together to uh, to protect public health. And um, while everyone has the individual choice, that, that choice impacts other people. But what about the stance of your fellow mayoral candidates? The role of a mayor is quite different to an individual out in, in the community. Absolutely. Look, this is just about leadership. It's about having the guts to face up to some of the bullies and conspiracy theorists. It's about um, uh, whether you've got the guts to talk about why this is an important issue for our community. You know, we don't want to go into another lockdown. The state, state government is determined to open up and we'll be flooded with visitors again. If we don't get our vaccination rates up, then more people will get sick than, than otherwise need to. I've spoken to Michael about his approach and, you know, he, he's right. The in that it is up to each individual, but I think it's the role of Mayor to talk about uh, what's important for our community as a whole. We've got Michael Lyon coming onto the program next week, and I, I will ask him about this, of course. So do you think his stance is wrong then? Look, I think that Michael's had a, you know, he's had a sort of national media platform over the last couple of weeks, and it's been a real missed opportunity for him to to use that uh, platform to advocate for uh, people to get vaccinated, to advocate for more vaccines to come into um, our community, to to be out there really trying to address some of the, um, the the failings in the state and federal government's response to COVID. Tell us about this urgency motion that uh, your outgoing Labor colleague Paul Spooner put up at last Thursday's council meeting, which you spoke to. It was passed by everyone, including Michael Lyon, except for... Jeanette Martin. Tell us about that. 
Yeah. So again, this was just born of some of the frustration um, in in council not taking a stronger position on this. And uh, so I spoke to Paul, and we worked on that motion that, that he put up. It's um it's it's not that controversial. I would have thought. You know, it's about um saying that council should be out there supporting uh, the public health campaign. It should be putting media releases out and sharing information on social media about why it's important to get vaccinated. It's uh, also recognising that we just don't have enough vaccines in in our community, in the Shire, and um, council should make available council buildings to have pop-up vaccination clinics and make representations to or you know both levels of government to get more vaccinations in and and get some pop-up clinics in to give everyone the opportunity to get vaccinated. Well, that's been a large part of the problem, not enough vaccines for our communities up here. Look, absolutely. We've, um, you know, you've got... So shouldn't we sort that out before we open up uh, vaccination centres? You need the actual vaccines. Well, I understand that we're we're getting vaccines, more vaccines. The federal government's royally stuffed this up. But having said that, there's been max vaccination um, centres uh, in Lismore, in Ballina, Casino, Tweed. Um, You know, we we seem to be the only LGA without it. And Mm. uh, that means it's harder for locals to get vaccinated. Azrin, can I just get you to move your mobile phone away from the mic because it's buzzing, it's causing that buzzing sound. Uh, It usually is. Look, how likely is it that we can get these pop-up vaccination centres open uh, with enough health staff and vaccines? Is this something we can uh, realistically get the state government to fund? And have you spoken to members such as Ben Franklin, uh, who is in this government and he lives locally? I think it's absolutely something we can uh, get done. There is, there's a lot of money out there at the moment to get the vaccination uh, rollout happening properly. Look, I haven't spoken to Ben in any detail, but now that we've got a formal motion through council, it, it helps demonstrate the importance of, of addressing this issue and the importance that our community puts into it. So it, it makes it a bit harder for you know people like the, the Deputy Premier to dismiss us as a bunch of conspiracy theorists. Azrin, can I just ask you why you haven't spoken to Ben Franklin? Uh, look... It, I'm, I'm a Before candidate. Before putting you know? up this motion, well, I'm, I'm a, or, or Paul Spooner. Yeah, look, I'm a candidate to, uh, to to be on council. I'm not on council and I'm not the mayor. I think it's important that those uh, democratically elected people are out there making those representations. But you and Paul have an idea. You want to get this idea up. Why wouldn't you speak to them? Look, absolutely. And, um, you know, everybody should be making representations to their local MPs to, to make it happen. But um, it's important that council make this formal, you know, so that we can't be dismissed Um, as a bunch of conspiracy theorists. And, uh, you know, council has a strong voice in this and they're just not using it at the moment. Sure, but it's uh, the state government that can make this happen. Mm. And our local member, it's it's important that he advocates on our behalf to make this happen. Look, Mark Swivel, who's also running for mayor, has praised your stance on this. And he's been the other uh, candidate who's been very, very strong on this, on the pro-vaccination stance. And you return the compliment uh, can we read into this uh, that there's some sort of deal being struck between you two? <laughs> um, no. Regarding preferences? No, but we'll be, um, you know, ultimately people make their own, voters make their own choice on preferences. We'll, re- we'll be recommending preferences to those that we believe will do the best job. Um, you know, if it's not me and it's not our team, then um, we'll be recommending other people that, you know, share our values. Mark's done a great job in standing up for public health and um, I'm happy to congratulate him on that. Just on the uh, local government elections, which have been postponed a few times, uh, they are due for the 4th of December, but I'm hearing talk that uh, they'll probably be postponed until early next year, probably March next year. Let's face it, December is a terrible time to hold these elections. And uh, Sydney, there's no guarantee that Sydney will have its act together by then. What are you hearing? 
Look, I haven't heard that. Um, honestly, I'd be disappointed if, if they do delay it again. You know, if we've got pubs reopening, uh, we've got travel around the country and within the state, then we can have our democracy. Um, you know, the the major problem is, is not the necessarily the delay, but the fact that the next council term will only be two or two and a half mm. years, um, which makes it really hard to get uh, get things done. So it's actually just hobbing, uh, nobbling the ability of the next council to, to deliver on what we're talking about. But wouldn't it give you more time to get your, uh, you know, your policies right and to get out there and actually sell them? Well, the the elections have now been delayed by 15 months. If they get delayed by another four or five months, then, uh, you know, that's plenty of time. So I mm. think the community is ready to have a vote. Um, they know us all, um, and we should go ahead with the elections on December 4. Azrin, can I ask you, do you think that you can actually win? Who do you think is the front-runner uh, Look, honestly, this I, stage? Yeah, I think I've got a, a really good uh, chance. As I said, you know, the response has been fantastic in the community, but, but it's a wide-open field. You know, you've got a non-existent... Uh, sort of Greens campaign. I don't know what they're doing. Um, I haven't heard hide nor hear of them for a, a long time. Uh, and you've got some other really strong candidates. So um, it'll be an interesting election night, I can tell you. And um, I guarantee this one will be coming down to preferences. Mm. Look, I asked you this last time and I want to ask you this again, but slightly differently. You know that people at the local level generally dislike party politics and they don't wanted in local government. I'm sure you've heard that. It doesn't running as a local offshoot of the broader Labor Party and all that that conjures up actually go against you? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, we've Labor's got a really strong and fantastic history in, in Byron Shire. We've, our, our local Byron Bay branch just celebrated 100 years of being uh, in the community. So we've seen uh, this town change from, you know, the, the initial sort of settler community right through um, the whaling and the um, uh, and, and, and all the changes through to now. Um, so we've got a really strong history. It was the Labor Party that created all the national parks around here, came up with the agreement with the Oracle people. Uh, so we've got a really proud history and, and I'm proud to be running for Labor. Mm, well, here's your last chance uh, to spruik yourself and the Labor team. Just briefly, how are you going to make life better for people here in the Shire if you're elected mayor? And why should locals vote for you and your team, Azrin? I think um, what I've shown over the last couple of weeks is that, look, I'm just not afraid to advocate for what is right. I'm not afraid to stand up to, to uh, minority bullies um, who are trying to, um, to push us in, in certain directions. And we need someone who can advocate uh, strongly for, for what we need as a community. Um, and my priorities is about getting those basic things right. It's about making sure that our roads are actually fixed properly, that, you know, you don't reseal the road and then there's potholes within uh, a couple of weeks after, that we get the bike tracks, that we get proper playgrounds, that we get those planning decisions right and that council is actually responsive to the community. You know, if you ask council a question or, or try and get um, something fixed, you know, you've got the... The issues with the sports fields over in, in Mullum, you know, constantly having cars uh, drive around them and just those kind of issues that just aren't being solved. And that's the kind of council that I want to run. And we wish you all the best. Azrin Pugh, Labor mayoral candidate for Byron Shire Council, thank you very much for popping in this morning to Bay FM. Thank you. Thanks, Fernando. Thanks, Fernando.